On 26 December, Prime Minister Narendra Modi asserted that the District Development Council or DDC elections in Jammu and Kashmir opened a new chapter in the region's politics. He said that it was a moment of pride for India. डेवलपमेंट काउंसिल के चुनाव ने एक नया अध्याय लिखा है ये त्रिस्तरीय पंचायत व्यवस्था एक प्रकार से महात्मा गांधी का ग्राम स्वराज का सपना एक प्रकार से चुनाव गांधी के ग्राम स्वराज का सपना जीता है और देश में जो पंचायती राज व्यवस्था है उसने आज जम्मू कश्मीर की धरती पर पूर्णता को प्राप्त किया है ये नए दशक में नए युग के नए नेतृत्व का आरंभ है पार्ट वन कॉन्ट्री टू द भारतीय जनता पार्टी क्लेम्स ऑफ हैविंग एस्टैब्लिश्ड इट्स एक्सेप्टेबिलिटी अक्रॉस जम्मू एंड कश्मीर द पार्टी परफॉर्मेंस इन दीसी इलेक्शन पेंट्स अ डिफरेंट पिक्चर The BJP won just 75 of the 280 DDC seats, just three of them in the Kashmir Valley. On the other hand, the People's Alliance for Gupkar Declaration, or PAGD, won 110 seats, and the BJP arc rivals the Congress won 26 seats. The recently formed Apni Party managed to win just 12 seats, while the remaining 50 was won by independent candidates. Counting on two seats was halted after questions were raised over the citizenship of some of the candidates. Jitendra Singh, a Union Minister of State, said that elections were a vindication of PM Modi's decision to introduce grassroots democracy in Jammu and Kashmir. कि जो ज़मीनी स्तर का प्रजातंत्र जम्मू कश्मीर में लागू किया जिससे यहाँ के लोग सत्तर वर्ष से वंचित थे, तो ये जो बढ़-चढ़ करके लोगों ने उत्साहित होकर के इसमें भाग लिया है, विशेषकर कश्मीर घाटी में जहाँ पर के पिछले 30-35 वर्षों से कोई भी चुनाव आप देख लीजिए पाँच दस प्रतिशत से ज़्यादा वोटर टर्नआउट नहीं रहता था क्योंकि लोग मायूस हो चुके थे और जहाँ तक भारतीय जनता पार्टी का सवाल है इसमें कोई शक नहीं कि सबसे बड़ा राजनीतिक दल उभर करके ये आया है क्योंकि ये सारी पार्टियाँ चाहे अपने आप को अलायंस कहें बल्कि लेकिन कागजों पर औपचारिक तौर पर ये अलग अलग अपने नाम से इन्होंने पार्टियों ने इलेक्शन लड़ाए चाहे वो नेशनल कॉन्फ्रेंस है चाहे वो कांग्रेस है चाहे वो पीडीपी है इसके अतिरिक्त एक बहुत बड़ी उपलब्धि जो मुझे देखने को मिल रही है कि भारतीय जनता पार्टी ने पूरे के पूरे क्षेत्र में जम्मू कश्मीर में अपना एक पैन जम्मू कश्मीर उपस्थिति दर्ज करवाई स्वीकृति दर्ज करवाई मान्यता दर्ज करवाई वेयर एज एन सी वाइस प्रेसिडेंट उमर अब्दुल्लाह Part two. I'm your host Sarvat Jawed, and today we discuss the implications of the results on the Jammu region. We speak to Arun Joshi, a veteran journalist based in Jammu. The Jammu region has always been in a love-hate relationship with Kashmir. The political class and civil society in Jammu has long harbored a perception of being discriminated against. and being subjected to a kashmiri domination in politics playing up these fears and resentment the bjp was expected to sweep the jammu division but 
The People's Alliance has still managed to secure many seats from the region. That is the BJP's stronghold. How then do we read the BJP's position now? BJP did very well in the areas where it was expected to, in the plains, uh, especially the districts of Kutkua, Jammu, Samba, parts of Udampur, parts of Riyasi, and also in some of the areas of districts of Ramban, Doda, and uh, Kishtwar. But it suffered some jolts in the hilly areas, and that was uh, because of the disconnect of the party and party leaders, local party leaders over there. So, overall the performance has been good, but uh, it was not the repeat of what they had done in 2014 and 2019. How does Jammu see PHED? The narrative of the alliance or what they want to gain out of these elections has from the beginning been about the restoration of special status. How has Jammu responded to it? People's Alliance for Gupkar Declaration is not something new in a sense because the parties like PDP and uh, National Conference were very well known in Jammu. I mean, for that matter, even People's Conference. People's Conference was known long back uh, uh, by the... I mean, when uh, Mr. Abdul Ghani Loan was the president, chairman of the party. Other parties, I mean, CPIM and others, uh, they were known, but not that much. So, essentially, the PAGD means uh, for the people of Jammu, National Conference and PDP. And uh, in that sense, I mean, they have their own views about uh, National Conference and uh, PDP. Uh, because National Conference as such is seen as a party which uh, started discrimination with Jammu and it was perpetuated uh, by other Kashmir-centric parties including PDP. That is the perception here among the people of Jammu who themselves have not analyzed the benefits and uh, pluses or minuses for that matter of PAGD because they have gone by a simple narrative that uh, these parties have not uh, favored Jammu at any point of time. But the way Jammu has uh, voted in some of the areas, especially in Kishtwar, Doda, Ramban and uh, in Jammu district also, so that see that there is some change in their mindset. But these were DDC elections and uh, some very new experience. So basically what has uh, touched the people is the local familiarity of the candidate. So that is true in case of all parties and that's true in case of PAGD also. As far as PAGD's agenda is concerned, restoration of Article 370 and uh, Article 35A and statehood, I think on the issue of statehood, uh, there is a unanimity that uh, barring few sections which are happy with the Delhi rule, most of the people want uh, statehood to be restored to JNK. And secondly, as far as Article 370 is concerned, that was hollow, that was, I mean, there was nothing left in it. So that is what the perception among the people of Kashmir is, so is in Jammu also. But Article 35A, of course, now they have realized that uh, 
PhD's this agenda of Article 35A is better than that of restoration of Article 370. The BJP has long projected that Jammu has been on board with them on 5th August decision. How should we see that claim and their performance in the DDC elections? Where does Jammu really stand? I think BJP was right in the beginning, but uh, later on, when the people of Jammu realized the consequences of uh, doing away with the special status and especially the Article 35A, they are having second thoughts on it. And uh, that has also been reflected some ways in some of the areas in Jammu during the DDC elections. So, Jammu stands, uh, <clears throat> I think they stand for the statehood, they stand for Article 35A, but of course, about Article 30, uh, 370, they have their own reservations. I mean, they think that uh, the outside investment is not coming because of that, and they have so, so many myths and fiction and uh, facts also. So, they are divided in sense in that sense. But as far as uh, restoration of Article 35A is concerned, I mean, their claim to the jobs is concerned and their claim to the land is concerned. They are, I think, as good uh, in their stand as the people of Kashmir. Given the current electoral performance of the BJP, how do you see their prospects in the assembly elections? I think BJP will have to do a lot of hard work despite uh, their having done well. They won 72 out of 140 seats in Jammu region. But uh, DDC elections are a different ball game and the assembly elections are a different ball game and we cannot compare the two. But BJP, I mean, looking from that angle that one of the BJP's former minister, he lost the DDC election and uh, Ravinder Raina, who is the BJP president, his constituency in Oshara, their PDP won. So all these things indicate that there is some kind of a resentment also against the BJP. BJP will have to uh, pull up its socks if they want to do well. But the only thing is that uh, what is helping them is that there is no alternative. A Tina factor is playing up. And... Uh, if there is a good alternative, even Congress has not been able to do it. And to be very honest, PDP never tried to make inroads in Jammu. And people of Jammu and the leaders of Jammu of PDP were always dependent upon Kashmir wing. They wanted seats in Rajya Sabha or MLC ship rather than working hard and getting into the assemblies. So. In that sense, uh, NC has performed better and they have a history also. So therefore, BJP should not uh, take it for granted that the voters will vote uh, for the party as they did in 2014 and 2019. What is the BJP hoping for through delimitation? I think BJP is hoping for increase in the number of seats in Jammu region and they want to cash in, cash it on the West Pakistan refugees, 
Valmikis and uh, Gorkhas who have got uh, their citizenship rights after the abrogation of Article 370. And they are also banking upon uh, carving the constituencies as they wish to and hope that that can help uh, the party in winning more seats. So, but it, that's also a matter of calculation uh, or it can be a miscalculation also because the things and elections and their issues have changed. As we have seen in DDC elections, though, the issues were different from what the issues were in the assembly elections in 2014. And we have also seen how the people are not very much interested in their local leadership. It's a national leadership which matters and the name of uh, Prime Minister Modi works. And so that is why they had to depend on the central ministers who had come here to mobilize the voters and all that. The local, given the local leadership, I think BJP, BJP will have to start from zero. How will the delimitation process impact the electoral process? The delimitation always helps because when the seats are increased as per the needs of the areas, needs of the population, of the concerned areas, this will help. And when once the seats go up, I think Gujars and Bakarwals and scheduled tribe cost and others, they will benefit out of it. Has Kashmir and Jammu united over a common issue? If yes, what is that common issue? I think the issue of statehood, the issue of uh, land rights, the issue of jobs, I think both Jammu and Kashmir are united over it. There is no doubt about it. And there are very few fringe elements, elements who are uh, looking at differently. But the uh, question is, Integration with the rest of the country is okay, but that's a legal and uh, constitutional issue. But at the same time, Jammu and Kashmir, as a state which enjoyed, uh, I mean, unqualified and exclusive rights to jobs and land, cannot be compromised over a day, overnight, and not, nor can those be those be uh, described in absolute terms. So. Something has to be given to JNK differently from the rest of the country. Thanks a lot, Mr. Joshi, and thanks to our listeners for listening to this podcast. You can visit our website, We Are an Independent Media House, and you can go to this section called Members. You can join there and help us by supporting us because you're the only people that can keep independent journalism alive.